Sorry, my friend. He's a bad cop. I'm a good cop. Okay. You can trust me. I won't be on the show. I'm gonna be on the show. I'm gonna be the star of the show. You started off as the bad cop, but now you're the good one. Hope this movie doesn't suck ass. It will. <laughs> now you're the good cop. Oh my god. The moral is you're a total bitch. How are you holding up? Because I'm a potato. It certainly does suck. Isn't there supposed to be a good cop? Hope you boys brought popcorn. Because I'm about to put on a show. Welcome to another episode of Good Pop, Bad Pop, the podcast we need right now. And that's a good thing. And doctors hate us. But Podcaster 2 will blow your mind. How are you, Em? Great. Mind blown. Mind something. What's going on? I asked you first. Oh. You're with T&M. Yeah. Yeah, that's us. How are you? What are you? What are you, what are you up to? What do you got for me? This is why we need production meetings. Uh, uh, no, I'm good. I watched uh, TV this week. Really? Yeah. You sound so like bemused by that. Like TV, you watching? Yes. Yeah, it's the sentiment I was trying to mm. purvey. Yeah. You're crushing TV this week. You're all, you're all in binge season. I don't even remember what I've seen this week. I've I've watched so much stuff that I'm like, what did I watch? So not sleeping well. No. <laughs> No, I am not. <laughs> what have you been watching? I watched... Um, I started and finished The Kaminsky Method, which is the new Chuck Law show on Netflix. Oh. You might know Chuck Law as he's done Big Bang Theory and another terrible program <laughs> that will not be mentioned on this program. Men, 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 Stop! Men, men. Did he, was he also involved in Two Broke Girls? I just equate all those shows to the same... I think maybe he is. <laughs> Um, Same place, like completely average shows that can get twenty seasons somehow. Well, to be fair, Big Bang started off pretty solid. Um, no, it's a, it's quite surprising because it's it wasn't like you know that multicam sitcom type dealio. It was a very like a uh, fairly well crafted show with so what's um, it about? with Michael Douglas in it. Huh. Michael Douglas, yeah, the guy, he's the guy. I think. He- was it Michael Douglas or Martin Sheen? It wasn't Martin Sheen. All right. Oh, my, what? shit. I did not prepare well for this. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I'm pretty sure Michael Douglas is in it. And a couple of other people as well. Um, it's pretty much like two older people in Hollywood um, just trying to get through day by day. One of them's a bit older who's sort of struggling with, you know, a passing wife and... The other is like an actor who runs an acting school and just sort of exploring their dynamic. And it's much, you know, it's one of those sort of um, shows about relationships rather than a show actually about anything. So uh, on that front, it was pretty interesting. And I had this like nice kind of quirky, endearing quality to start with. I'm like, oh, this is nice. I I quite like this. Uh, But then it didn't really go up from there. Um, So damn. Any good? Nah. It was all right. How many episodes? I think it's like eight. I think they're short. And they're short. So yeah, it's alright to have on in the background. But yeah, there's no like some things happen, but there's not like a big plot or anything. And so, like I said, it's more you know like indie type. You know, indie movies how it's more about dynamics and relationships rather than anything actually happening. Okay. Yeah, so it's more that sort of show. But anyway, that's uh, what I've been up to. I'm sure I've watched other things too. Um, how about yourself, T? What have you been doing this week? Um. Our weekly Red Dead Redemption 2 check-in. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a bit miffed at some of the RPG mechanics. Oh. Yeah, so they there's no 
no leveling. They keep all this stuff behind the scenes, which is a smart, creative move. But there's like, you get these little items that give you sort of stat upgrades. And I've been focusing on that a lot because that's just how I play. Yeah. Um, and half the stuff is behind sort of like places you can't go yet. And I don't know, it annoys me. It's a minor thing. Deep down the rabbit hole. In bigger news, though, the um, Red Dead Online has just dropped. Yeah. And it's a little exciting because um, no one knew what it was going to be in it. Everyone I've was... seen a few people um, playing it already. Hmm. They did a nice thing where, um, well, if you had a, mm. a special edition, you got a couple of days early. If you logged on day one, they mm. have the data for that and you got access early too. Yeah. I thought that's a nice touch. If you logged on day one, you got rewarded for it. Yeah, It's only like a day or two, and I'm nowhere near finished single player, so I'm ages <laughs> away, but I liked that gesture. Yeah. Um, and they dropped a Battle Royale, and, well, no. actually, maybe it's a bit surprising. I didn't... It'll be interesting to see how this stuff pans out, but early reports saying it's a right old fun time. Yeah. So I'll jump into that eventually, but, yeah, a bit off for me. Hmm. Um, and that I watched... Some movies. I oh, saw yes. The Happy Time Murders. Oh, yeah. I watched that with you. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. That's a movie I saw. Now, you Definitely may... a movie I saw. Of all the movies I've seen, it's one of them. Mm. Um, you may not know what this movie is, but you would remember of seeing the trailer. It's sort of a gritty 80s feeling crime cop, New York mm. cop crime drama mm-hmm. with puppets. Yeah. But like half of the people are puppets. And Muppets. Yeah, Muppets, yeah. Played into... It's not quite a mop. But, um... Yeah, it was alright. They leaned really hard into the gritty street cop trope. You know, everything's yeah. so serious and shaking down perps. And... They forgot to make it funny with all the Muppets. Mm. They On paper, this movie's amazing. Like, you got... Puppets, and there's a whole prejudice against puppets. You know, yeah. it's a sort of a like uh, African Americans in the 80s in New York, probably even still current day. But anyway, um, and it was really funny and really well done. But they just didn't work enough with it. it it's just... more like they they really smashed it in the first maybe 30 minutes of the film, and they sort of ran all their gags by that point. Because when they when the jokes were there, they were solid. They were good. Mm. It's just that then they sort of went elsewhere and then it was just a standard crime thing um and i did like mel mccarthy she was the Mm. yeah she she did do a good job she was the partner it's always a bit uh, when she's a lead i think she's a great support i've been thinking about this Ah. and i actually find mel mccarthy quite good the problem is everyone when they put her in a movie they go oh yeah she's the female kevin james and they give her (laughs) kevin james roles and make her slapstick over the top yeah. stuff and it's you know yeah, I that's think you're right. for some people but yeah it's... when she's not playing that character she's really funny yeah she is very funny and i think she's really good at improv as well mm. uh, but yeah, i think you're right when they put her in a movie and go you know go up to 11 i think that's too much yeah but when she's just allowed to just be funny and be a character in that way she's uh yeah she's solid. like i loved her in bridesmaids and yeah and yeah, so and you see these uh, quality, say, female comedians, and when they're doing the writing, it's mm. great. Like, look at you know Kirsten Wiggs roles between the ones written by men and written by her team, Tina Fey's and the like, and mm. she's much better. And yeah, 
But um, more chance to flourish, probably. Yeah. So she had some good stuff in that. Um, yeah, the puppets there was some funny stuff, but it, on paper it sounds hilarious, but didn't quite get there for me. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite worth the watch. Much the same. Um, what else did I watch? I so I'm a dead set Adam Sandler fan. Whoa, who isn't? Well, most people now. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> um, grew up on Billy and Happy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two of my favorite all-time movies are Sandler movies. Yeah. Including Little Nicky, which everyone either loves or hates that movie. Yeah. But I love Little Nicky. Um, so when he had a Netflix comedy special, I was intrigued. I have a DVD of the compilation of Adam Sandler's gear on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live where he did Opera Man and mm. all those sort of characters. And... I just love that those DVDs exist. Like, it was one of my favourite things was going to, you know, Video Easy or Blockbuster or whoever. We can't get sponsored by them now, so we can say their names. <laughs> and uh, and just walking up to the comedy section, just seeing all those SNL stand-up yeah. videos. They were yeah. great. Mine was a, a going-out-of-business place it wasn't the place didn't go out of business they were unloading was it blockbuster no 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 it was um <laughs> an electronics store that's still around today was it sanity that's what i used to work at uh, um and they were clearing out dvds because the writing was on the wall we also had vhs for a little while so i'm starting to see the problem yeah um so i picked it up there so anyway uh our special on yeah. netflix called certified fresh mm-hmm. and if you've ever seen adam sandler doing his thing i mean so I watch every Adam Sandler movie hoping he's going to come back. It's going to be great. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you just got to stick with him because like, you just, you can't leave him hanging like that. Like, well, it's all right, you, I'll you watch, watch your movie. You watch Grown Ups and The Cobbler and he's phoning it in. He's not doing anything. He's well, just... Grown Ups he just made for fun. Yeah, but he made a Grown Ups 2. Actually, Grown Ups 2 wasn't awful. I, look, I didn't mind both of them. I think they're fine movies. But when you're getting 40 mil a movie, it's hard to stay dedicated. Like, the best oh, thing yeah. I've seen in him recently was um, Funny People, because he was directed by... Uh, I still couldn't come around to that. You couldn't come around to Funny no. People? That was a Judd Apatow, and that blew my mind. That was so I, good. I sort of liked what it was about, but I just didn't yeah. like the movie. Similar to uh, This Is 40. Liked the premise, hated the movie. <laughs> no, we were a bit too young for that one. <laughs> well, more just bleak anyway yeah go on um so if you've seen adam sandler doing his thing outside of movie world like as in the world of movies not (laughs) the gold coast um he he does a lot of songs and they're like short little funny songs and he has this sort of comedy thing where he'll he'll sing about all his stuff's about being a dude in his is he late 40s i would assume at this point maybe he's early 50s he's early 50s he's 52 52. there we go So all this stuff is about, you know, his wife and his kids and inane stuff of day-to-day life. Has he always done songs? Because I feel like I would hear them sometimes, but, like, never never very much. Uh, I'm basing this all off Opera Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, so, yeah. where he did the news in a opera voice. And it was, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was funny. It was the 90s. Um, so he sings his little songs. Some are just silly little ones on the acoustic or the piano, and he has these also these big set numbers yeah. where he he does a mumble <laughs> rap thing, and it's fantastic. So it's good. It's much better than any movie he's been in the last five ten years. Been five years. Oh, I like that's my boy. I'll give it that. I like that was a good yeah, I give that a pass. Mm-hmm. That wasn't too bad. I'm a also a diehard Sandberg fan. So yeah. and um, plus Vanilla Ice came here. That's true. But um, yeah, give that a watch. Chill hour, it's nice. 
It was uh, it was exactly what it said it was. It was certified fresh. And yeah. like, because I, I saw that he had a comedy special, and I was like, eh, obviously, I'm going to watch this anyway. But like, I feel like I'm just grandfathered in <laughs> to the the Sandler phenomenon. <laughs> like, I, I can't not watch something. But no, it was really good, and um, it was good to sort of see him dial back to his roots and go, all right. Here's the stuff that I used to love doing. How can I reinvent this to be relevant? Like, he's obviously aware that his stuff isn't selling like it used to. And he's really done that. He's sort of reinvented his own wheel in a great way. Is that true, though? Like, I assumed everyone was still going to see these movies, and he gets panned by everyone. But, I mean, they still make them. Well, it's not like he was in a lot of, you know, Emmy-nominated movies ever. But I think the style of comedy he usually makes for film isn't isn't sort of what's what's the going thing in comedy anymore and that's what the problem yeah. is and that's why people aren't going and well, he's definitely part of the last gen and you see yeah, all yeah. those actors in grown-ups you know tim chris rock uh, kevin james uh, yeah. spade hmm. uh well people who still make those same Juice movies oh um rob schneider yeah rob schneider. um so they're very much the last gen comedies. I yeah. mean, have you seen Rob Schneider do anything modern? He is dated. Um, yeah, that show he has that's on Netflix yeah. is terrible. Oh, Real got, Rob, or do not watch that. Yeah, I got three minutes in. I went nope. Yeah, um, but and, no, and this. Come mm, on. I was going to say this. This special is um, very special. No, it was really good. Um, and what I really like about the way that he sort of reinvented this sort of new new Sandler brand or Brandler, as I would say. Is, um, I could say that. <laughs> could, would, and did. Oh, I will. And it's like, the, the thing with the songs is like, not only are they short and punchy, but um, it's the real... He's going back to what is the formula of comedy, and comedy is all about surprise. So comedy and thriller have a lot in common. They're both about surprise. Um, it's not to say this is scary. But uh, yeah, so what he does is he makes a song that you think is about one thing, and then it's not. And it's just hilarious. Every time, like every song in that special cracked me up. And even though the special is actually put together was quite um, novel, like, uh, you know, it's sort of him on tour and they've cut it all together to make, you know, this one Netflix special. It's not like just sitting and watching one stand-up show that they happen to, you know, film in New York or whatever. That's clever because then you can get the best take or the best reaction or best cut. Yeah, get all the best laughs. Yeah, and then put all those together. Yeah. And Um, it's really, really solid. I highly recommend the other one I watched, which is an old one, but just got dropped Before on Netflix. Before you get into that one. Okay. Sorry. What was your favorite one of his songs? I love the um, the mumble rap. He does the a mumble rap. rap um, Can we sing it? Can we sing it? Can we sing it? Uh, wallet, phone, and keys. Phone, wallet, keys. Yeah. Phone, wallet, keys. Yeah, yeah that was really good. Yeah. Funny. And that the Netflix posted that one on um, Facebook, if you follow Netflix. So definitely watch the Adam Sandler phone, wallet, keys song. Yes. Um, Yes. Now you were saying you watched another stand-up special. Yeah, so, um... I've blanked. Childish Gambino. Um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. God, blanked. He did stand-up in 2012, and he did a set then, and it just got dropped on um, Netflix. So this was great for a couple of reasons. One, it was before he had the disdain for everyone he's developed (laughs) over the last few years, how he's super intense and serious now, because he got super famous. So he's a bit more... Isn't that more just the sort of persona you have to rock when you're a rapper? Isn't that just kind of the the deal? Well, like, early on, his early hip-hop stuff, which I really liked, was a bit more slightly comedic. 
Mm. Now he's all very serious. This is America. Oh, that song. Um, so very dated early comedy, and you see him sort of the young kid. You know, he's. I love how Troy we're talking about community. 2012, like it's a dated time. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's six years ago, and this is what's he done in that time? He's become Childish Gambino, yeah. one of the biggest like yeah. hip hop guys. Um, I have more to talk about him later, actually. Yeah, he, he did a uh, Atlanta Emmy. Or, did they win? I don't think they won the Emmy in the Emmy end. nominated. At least. Okay, one of the sharpest shows yeah. I've seen in the last few years. Plus, Community is like my favorite. So. <laughs> It's a solid program. Yeah, and um, he's just cancelled his Australian tour, cause, yeah. which bummed everyone out. And um, Why is that? Do you know? They had to reschedule something, and then they just couldn't fit it in, because yeah. he had an injury too. But everyone's a bit salty, because he broke his foot. But he went to New Zealand and was dancing and doing flips and shit, yeah. and everyone's like, well, you're fine. <laughs> and well, he's probably not now. <laughs> that's probably yeah. why he has to go home. And um, apparently he's going to retire... Childish Gambino. Mm. Um, he did say that in so, an album ago, though. That's true. But, you know, we're fine. We've seen him live. That's true. <laughs> we oh. went to a, a big day out one year, which God, was the hottest was day hot. of the last decade. It was, what was yeah. it? 49, 51 or something. It was 49, but we saw him in a tin shed. And inside <laughs> it was, I think it got to 55 or 56 degrees or something ridiculous. So it's We this, didn't stay in there very long. It's this 50-something degree day. And we're in this tent watching... Um, Donald Glover cover Adele rolling in the deep. It was amazing, but we walked out into the outside 50-whatever degrees and went, that's so refreshing compared to what was in there. And yeah, he was, was on stage and doing it, so... Yeah, like, you know, good he's, for him. He suffered for his art that he, day. He's a trooper. Like, yeah. that day, I wiped sweat away and instantly it was back. Like, I didn't know the human body could sweat that <laughs> way. But it does, and I would not recommend anyone do it ever. But yeah, so his comedy special was decent playing into stuff you know he's about if you've ever watched atlanta about his you know uh, young burbs upbringing in yeah. atlanta uh very eddie murphy raw-esque yeah, in yeah. terms of the style of comedy yeah definitely not as good as eddie murphy i would never say that but um <laughs> that style you know those stories from that part of america and stuff yeah which are stories that need to be told i think and so i really enjoyed that part of it and yeah i, I was, was thinking that and i was like oh yeah this is very raw-esque and now i'm not saying that because he is a black dude <laughs> no, no no just like poor african-american upbringing and yeah, stuff in, in and... terms of the stories and also the way that he was pacing a lot reminded me a lot yeah. of raw like it was very clear he had a lot of inspiration um from from those so uh yeah but it was yeah, i didn't mind it it wasn't the funniest thing i'd ever seen but it was still no. it was nice to see another you know another facet of his um brilliance diamond he's yeah. a man of many talents so so it's not yeah it wasn't stellar but if you're a gambino fan or a troy fan it's good stuff. Mm, probably more if you're a Troy fan. Hmm. Um, that's all I did this week. I watched one other movie, which we were about to cover in a bit more detail. Do you have mm. anything else before we make the jump? No, pretty much. I think it's time to talk about what everyone is tuning in for this week. Okay. We'll, we'll come join us in the multiverse after the break. Welcome back. You're in Universe 42 with M&T. Or... Well, they're letters. I was going to swap the genders, but didn't work because it's a letter. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need production meetings. Um, <laughs> M, we got to go to an advanced screening 
We did. Thank you so much for um, letting us go see that in advance, Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures hooked us up. We got some photos with Spidey. We did. Probably saw on our Twitter. Uh, We did tweet those and also put them on our Facebook page. So go check those out if you haven't already. But yes, we got to go and see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I got some free truck tops. Which was great. Yeah, T went back for seconds and they were just like dishing them I went back to pee and he just gave me <laughs> another drop top on the way back in. Not, I didn't take it into the bathroom. That um, is good to know. Yeah. But then, yeah, two drop tops. That was a good day. Mm. Um, so, new animated movie from Sony. Yes. And, yeah, this was interesting. Like, a few people were talking about this and a lot of people were like, is... Where are we in the scheme of things, you know? People are confused. This is also the seventh Spider-Man in 16 years. <laughs> seventh. There's a bit of... Seventh um... Spider-Man. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> Seven. Are you suggesting there's spider fatigue? Well, look, okay. <laughs> if you had asked me this time yesterday, I would say yes. However, I am a changed woman. After seeing this film. Brett. Now, before I even say anything more about this movie, um, doesn't even matter what I say. Turn this podcast off right now. Just go see it. Go see it. Long story short, gets five stars. Like, you don't even need to know what this is about. Just get out there. Stop. Just stop this. Stop this right now. Get out of your car or wherever you are. Leave work. Leave work entirely. I don't care if you're a postman. Just go see this. But if you can't wait the two weeks till the actual release date, feel free to keep listening. Well, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, leave now and stand in line for two weeks. That, Dece- is, that is how much you need to see this movie. It's December 13 it comes out. I stand by my point. Right. But yeah. yes, we are both giving it very high marks. It was amazing. I went yeah. in quite sceptical on whether I would enjoy it. Like, modern cartoon comic book. Now, you're a big fan of animations for TV, but not for movies. Yeah, I think that's what I figured out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which surprised me because you're such a big tunes guy. Yeah, big TV tunes. I love, I, uh... a, I love the short format, but movies. I love animation all around. I do not discriminate. No, you don't um... like Futurama. Oh, look, that is a whole other argument for another time, and I will spend a great deal of time talking about that. Uh, but not today. Because right. today is about Spider-Man's... Bring it back to the Spider-Verse. <laughs> So, like I said, seventh, not six, seven, seven whole Spider-Man in 16 years. Spider-Man movies or Spider-Man? I don't know. Because there's another one coming out next year. Well, yeah, but that's... That's the little guy. Yeah, but that would be inclusive of the last 16 years. Anywho, so now look, this movie is phenomenal. And there's a whole lot of things I want to talk about in this movie. Um, For me, straight off the bat... Uh, best Marvel movie this year. Um, Even though... I guess it still counts as Marvel. Of course it still... Well, well, it's, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. Well, it's not no DC bullshit. It's a Marvel movie. Um, and so for me, this greatly outstrips um, Avengers from this year and Black Panther, two movies which I very much enjoyed. Um, but I will flush them down the toilet if I get to see this movie again. Like, it was really good. Um... Yeah, so just go see it. Um, even just for the animation, like if you're a bit of a you know animation nerd, this visually is so stunning. It um, I don't know how to really ex- describe this animation. It's you know the sort of three D animation that everyone's kind of rolling with these days, um, but it does have this like 
hint, just a dash of comic book aesthetics over the top. So not something like Borderlands, which is, you know, very, like, I would call that 50 comic, 50 3D. This is, you know, a different kind of split, I would call it, you know, um, maybe 80 3D, 20 comic. Like it just has enough to be this really beautiful, subtle detail throughout. And as well as that, um, it, there's a lot of really broken bits through the aesthetic to really shake it up, uh, which really keeps you engaged. So um, again, there's there's like a lot of typography that happens through this, you know, like little comic dialogue boxes that show up and um, visually it's just astounding. Like if it wasn't already a beautiful film to look at, it just adds this whole extra fun spin on it. So I really enjoyed that part as well. Um, even just going through the city of New York, because, you know, Spider-Man is obviously set in New York, um, they've just really managed to capture the vibrancy uh, with bright and bold colours um, that really just sort of, you know, give that real NY vibe, you know what I mean? Um, God, what else can I say about how pretty it is? It's just, just beautiful. I mean, if this doesn't win Best Animation, like, fire everybody at all of the awards <laughs> because it was just uh, really amazing. The only, like, I haven't seen Ralph Breaks the Internet yet because I don't think that's out yet. But that's the only thing I can even think of what may come close because sometimes they've done some good stuff, well, with the first one. So, um, but this surely's got to outstrip that. Um, another thing too is that it really kind of breaks the mold of what superhero movies tend to look like. Like they all kind of um, look a bit the same way after a while, and you get a bit not bored of it, but you know, like oh, this is how it's got to look and be presented and whatever. But this was just super fresh. Super fresh and just straight away you're like, wow, this is really different. Uh, what did you think about like the looks of the film? The big takeaway was they do the big words when you know, biff, boff, and all that. Slip. What Slip. I learned is that the sound of a fist bump is dap, D A P, <laughs> dap. And that was my big takeaway. Yeah, just they <laughs> good animation and they spliced in really good sort of little comic book bits for yeah. comedic effect and just to make it all comic-y from yeah. time to time it was a real love letter to comic books like yeah, the references amazing. are fast and coming at you really quickly yeah looked great yeah yeah it's just um just amazing to look at i couldn't believe it i had i've never seen anything like that before and so that was um that was really fantastic now talking about the actual movie like the story and and whatnot there was, uh, like, the, just the story alone has so much heart and there's twists and turns everywhere. Like, it was really quite a ride. Um, I was enthralled the whole time. Like, a lot of time in movies, I'm like, oh, you know, you could do without this 10 minutes. But every single minute, I was hooked in. Like, I was ready. I was there for it. Um, you really feel for these characters. Like, they're very engaging. Well, give us an overview. Give us a quick, what's, what's it about? Um, well, you tell us what it's about. Oh, you've got all the notes. So this one's from the perspective, as you've probably seen from the trailer, Miles. Miles, ooh, what's his last name? Morales. Morales. Uh, young kid in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. He lives in the post-Spider-Man world. Spider-Man's the hero of New York and running around doing Spider-Man things. And with this young boy, he's going, oh, look at that Spider-Man guy. But I'm still a kid. I have to go to school. Mm -hmm. Drama. You may have met Miles earlier this year because he was featured quite heavily in Spider-Man for PS4. Yeah. If you were lucky enough to have a PS4, God's mm -hmm. console. Um, so you may have met Miles and gotten an inkling on what he's about. Um, obviously, he acquires 
some powers. Mm-hmm. He gets mm-hmm. bitten by a spider. Mm-hmm. No, really? <laughs> That's how these Spoilers. things tend to happen. <laughs> um, and he basically starts the Spider-Man origin story in a world where Spider-Man's already around. And this yeah. spin on the original origin story, to me, was amazing. Yeah, like, very different. We haven't really seen anything like this. Yeah, like, it's all been done before. It's And they riff off this so yeah. hard. Like, they're like, oh, hello, this is Spider-Man. You remember this from Spider-Man 3? Lol. <laughs> and they sort of, you know, reference themselves. It's mm. such a meta movie. Yeah. And the plot itself is meta because, like, the characters in the movie are like, oh, yeah, all this stuff's about to happen because that's how origin stories work and the kids like going through it and it just worked mm. i loved it it was so mm. entertaining um so miles front and center um what my favorite part was old man spidey yeah. um voiced excellently by jake johnson mm-hmm. who you may know as nick from new girl mm-hmm. and i didn't know i needed this as much as i turned out i needed it there's this phase recently that everyone's doing the old jaded superhero we've yeah. had the batfleck mm-hmm. you know old jaded batman we had old man logan mm-hmm. which is jaded wolverine and then we had old jaded spidey you know he's twin it was so weird to see because because yeah you're right there is this sort of trend of having old grizzled superheroes but you always think of peter parker That's as a young, young kid and, and so the last one we saw was homecoming where he's well, in yeah. high school yeah so you're and like, now we got what? a 27 year old Spider-Man who's sort of like, yeah. <laughs> and oh, I loved it so hard. And I love that the, the 27-year-old Spider-Man was the old Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. Great. So um, that was great. And mm-hmm. just the characters, old and new, I know you're going to break all these down in a little bit more detail. Mm-hmm. They brought a bunch of um, favorite baddies back, giving them all little spins, yeah. a little bit different, and it just works. I'm not going to tell you, just go see it Yeah. Um, about all the the spins they do uh the big bad is wilson fisk everyone's who we love and who we've talked about before yeah so if you're a listener of the pod we talked about wilson fisk a lot in the daredevil show because he's amazing in it and so wilson fisk is my one of my favorite villains as a result Mm. and they made a very obviously caricatured wilson (laughs) fisk he's the kingpin he's got to be yeah that's right a big imposing dude um and so he's causing a ruckus whatever go see it but um they gave him motivation and yeah. i love it when the bad guy you know, instead of just i want to take over the world it's you don't often get that in an animation as yeah. well normally that's very glossed over it's just bad for the sake of being bad uh but this had some good you know yeah motivation and backstory to that and i think that was um a nice touch and if you follow daredevil you'll have even more insight into what fisk is all about in this one and for me it has worked on that many levels yeah Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, tell us about our multiverse team, Em. I will. Um, but before I do, I just want to um, talk a little bit more about, you know, the story. Like, how I feel about the story. I'm not going to give any details away. Um, but just more about the film itself. So what I really liked, which was also fresh for um, for superhero movies. Uh, I mean, it's been a great year for people of colour and superhero movies. Um, so this had a real diverse cast in both casting choices and character character choices which was really amazing to see um some really fleshed out dynamic characters so like you were saying before it's a really meta story um yeah there's lots of self-referential jokes 
And just the the actual storytelling was so finely crafted. Like they did not cut any corners with uh, you know the storyboard here. Like there's no gaping plot holes. Uh, everything made perfect sense. Everything was fleshed out really well. Um, I mean, it's really easy to get burnt out on Marvel stuff, especially with the MCU. Like, I mean, how many MCU movies do we get a year? Like three, four. Hmm. And I'm the harshest critic on superhero formula mm. in the movie format. So you've got to do it this way. You've got to tick all these boxes for it to be right in a yeah. comic book movie. Also, you have to do it a bit different to keep me entertained. You can't yeah. just do it the same. So the fact that they pulled this off was um, quite surprising and excellent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and what I like is just how different it was Um very fresh. So, um, two performances that I want to mention that I really enjoyed. Um, found out Nicolas Cage is in this, playing noir Spider-Man. Did not know how much I needed this in my life. I want <laughs> to see a full film of noir Spider-Man with Nicolas Cage. Please, Sony, Marvel, can you give us that? So, is was this... An existing character? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, and I'll talk about that okay. in a second. Um, but the other performance I really want to mention, which was um, surprising to me because it's a character that um, ah, is sometimes overlooked a little maybe, is Aunt May. So the character of Aunt May is fantastic and voiced by uh, Lily Tomlin, who you might know from Grace and Frankie if you're a fan of that show. Um, and, and she was really, uh, really quite good in this as well. Like, fantastic. Everything is fantastic about this movie. Um, so, dialing it back a little bit, let's talk about the Spider-Verse. What the fuck is it? So, um, if you think that this has just been invented for this movie, that is not quite correct. So, pretty much, I mean, you can gather this from just seeing the trailers. This is obviously a multiverse situation. <laughs> Otherwise, why would there be so many Spider-Men? It's kind of weird. Spider-Men, it's a really weird word to say. Anyway, there is a lot of them. Um, and we see Spider Folk. Yeah, you're probably correct. Um, so this storyline is um, adapted from the Spider Verse uh, series, which I think came out in twenty something. Anyway, pretty recently. But all the characters that are in this film come from either the Spider Verse um, series, or they've made earlier appearances, or both. Um, so, for example. Um, who did we get first? I think the oldest one surprised me because that was Spider-Ham. Yep. Which is bizarre. So, um, where's Spider? So, um, yeah, Spider-Ham, or Peter Porker, as he is known (laughs) as. um, first pun game strong. Yeah, as well, it was the 80s. So, uh, he came out in 1983. And Noir Spider-Man, who I think might be my favourite, um, first appeared in 2009. And oh, I desperately want to see a full movie of that. Um, but also, um, you might recognise Spider-Gwen uh, from Earth-65, who also first featured in the Spider-Verse series, um, and then later had her own series in 2015. Um, as well as that, you might also recognise Penny Parker, which is the anime type one with the robot from Earth-14512. Um, who's also in an Edge of Spider-Verse series. So there you go. So that's where these a lot of these characters came from, with the exception of some um, earlier appearances. So it's sort of all come from that. So I'm actually kind of hoping, like at first I thought, hey, this will be a good little fun spin-off Spider-Man movie, but I really want to see this open up. Like, 
I would definitely see more of these. In terms of um, Miles himself, our protagonist, like you mentioned earlier, he's in the PlayStation 4 game of Spider-Man. So you know him from there. Um, but that is not the first time that we see him, T. I assumed not. <laughs> so the first time that he appeared was in uh, Ultimate Fallout issue 4 in 2011. Um, and is the second Spider-Man in Ultimate Marvel. And, and after that ended in 2015, he was also added to, added to the regular Marvel series um, in all new, all different Marvel lines in Earth-616. Does he just go by Spider-Man, or does he have a... That's a whole thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the time to get all into right. all that. Uh, but yeah, so it's a, a whole thing. Um, he's also spotted in a Deadpool Illustrated in issue one... In 2012, you can see his corpse seen amongst the various Spider-Men across different dimensions of the multiverse that Deadpool has killed. Good old Deadpool. Ruins everyone's fun. Because, yeah, why not? It's Deadpool. Um, I might go voice Pikachu. We're not talking about that today. (laughs) And um, also, also don't diss Deadpool. How dare you? There is no dissing Ryan Reynolds in this house. I don't know. I'm just dealing with the news you just told me that he's making the Christmas movie thing, and I don't know how I feel about it. Probably negatively. Well, I feel positively. <laughs> anyway, um, you would also recognise Miles uh, as he's in... He's now a regular. I wasn't at first, but now he's a regular in the Disney animated series Ultimate Spider-Man and was initially voiced in the first season of of you know his appearances. Uh, I think in, in season three, he was voiced by Donald Glover. Oh, really? Yeah. He's now voiced by someone else in that series. So there you go. And then it's a little history lesson on the Spider-Verse and where we've seen Miles Morales before. Other character note, it's the first cameo we've seen of Stan Lee since since he sadly passed. So very mixed reactions to that scene. You could just hear everyone in the movie... Uh, in the movie theatre, just clutch at their chest and go, oh, yeah. you know, I, I cried so much. I was like, oh my God. And because it was animated, they can do a bit more with him and it's very funny. Uh, it was pretty good. Like it was, as usual, a um, fantastic cameo. They always are. Um, but very sad to see also. So that's pretty much my wrap up of the movie. I will say, like all Marvel movies, stay till the very end because there is an excellent post credit scene. As well as, um, it's also just fun to watch because there's a lot of cool, you know, stylistic stuff going on during the credits, uh, animation-wise, which is very fun to look at. Plus a fun song, which I thoroughly enjoyed. They mastered the callback gags in this. They planted all these seeds yeah. and they just sort of came up later and everyone landed and it was hilarious. The best being, was a Spider-Man Christmas Carol or something? I wasn't going to say what it was, but yeah, sure, it was that. Yeah. Anyway, funny stuff. Um, yep. Highly recommended. I'm mm. giving it like a solid nine and a bit out of ten. I'm giving it ten. I'm giving it eleven. Yeah. All of them. So all of them. Go see it. Comes out thirteenth December. Thank you, Sony, for letting us get ahead of that. Yes, thank you very much. Go see it thirteenth December. Get on it. Go. After the break, we're gonna hit some news headlines and wrap it for the day. Welcome back to Universe Forty Two. Um, news. What what happened today? Uh, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone announced he is hanging up the boxing gloves and ah. retiring Rocky Balboa. It's been a solid 50 years of uh, yeah. Rocky, right? 40, I mean, yeah. 40, yeah. 
Um, so he made an Instagram post because they're mm-hmm. all just wrapped um, Creed 2, which will be coming out soon. And he's saying, all right, for real, I'm wrapping it up now. He thought he was going to wrap it up in 06, but then um, Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. came around to play Creed. And, like, I loved Creed 1. I thought it was pretty good. Okay, I loved it. And so he got to be a mentor, and but now he's um, hanging him up. So what's that? Rocky. Eight movies and counting. Damn. Um, he got an Oscar for playing Rocky. Did he? Yeah. Really? 100% actor, best actor. Huh. Sylvester Stallone has an Oscar for playing Rocky. Like, for Creed? No, 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 no. For oh. The... Actually... I don't know. Which one was it for? I feel like you should have yeah. found out. Anyway. I, anyway. <laughs> um, and Michael B. Jordan's going to take over and, I don't know, the Creed franchise might go on pending this second movie. Um, <laughs> but it's quite a legacy. Eye of the Tiger and a giant statue in Philadelphia since they're fictional sports stars were doing better than the real ones. Yeah. Jokes lost its legs a bit since they won a Super Bowl, bastards. But, um... Yep. So that's kind of a big deal. Mm. Not that you expected Rocky to power through forever. We've always got Expendables and Rambo 9. I don't know. It's not the end of Sylvester Stallone, just Rocky. Yeah. I'm sure he's still going to be doing things. Uh, I'm still waiting for a Demolition Man 2. I wouldn't hold your breath. I loved Demolition Man. <laughs> Such a quality movie. Oh. As if you don't know how to use the three seashells. Um, my other bit of news, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. They're kind of confirming what they've been doing. So there's two movies in the yeah, works. There's a lot of rumors going around at the moment. I confirmed a couple. So first, they're doing a prequel. Kingsman. I'm very interested in this. Oh, dogs heard that. Um, yeah. So a prequel, the origin of the, um, you know, the Kingsman, I guess. So mm. period piece and stuff like that. And then they said straight after that they're making actual Kingsman 3 or Golden Circle 2 or Golden Circle 3. I don't know how it works. Um, but they've confirmed Firth and Edgerton, the two leads, are coming back. So yes. that'll be good. Yes, yes. Now, this struck me as a little strange because Kingsman, whatever, 1, was amazing. Mm. Mm. Kingsman 2, awful. I wouldn't say awful, but I would say it was definitely a lot less good. So you got one good movie, one debatably middle movie, mm. and they're like, yeah, this needs a prequel and a sequel, and it's a struck well, me I'm as a bold move. I'm quite interested in the world, so I'd be quite keen for a prequel, and it would be kind of nice just to see the story wrap up with a third movie. I just feel if you're doing period pieces with this spy stuff in England, it's just James Bond. Like, Yeah, but James Bond is done. Nobody yeah, cares that's what I'm James saying. Bond this anymore. is done. It's just going to be But this is the... funny. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's um happening, so keep an eye out for that. Exciting uh, stuff. You got any headlines for us, Em? I did see something uh, floating around the Twitter sphere today, is that, um, so earlier we covered a rumour um, about Rocksteady might be making another Batman game or something, but, you know, we talked about that and how there was an advertised job going to work on a new title for a next-gen thing. There's been another leak elsewhere now, which um, that plus that piece of information starting to starting to make a bit of a picture. So um, something cropped up on the website Game System Requirements um, talking about some more specs of a thing that 
Rocksteady are definitely working on. Um, now, what it was looking like it's going to be is, is it's probably going to be about Superman. Um, so we're not sure if this is just Superman only that or if it's like a Superman or Batman thing. Um, I read it elsewhere. Someone else thinks it's got a specific Superman title, which I cannot recall. Um, but yeah, it looks like we might be getting that, which um, honestly I'm a bit disappointed by. I'd rather more Batman. <laughs> Every time these r- rumors have come out, though, that's been sort of disproved quite quickly. Like they shot down the Rocksteady. Because um, what was it initially? It was going to be... Well, they thought it was maybe a Harry Potter game. Yeah, Harry Potter by Rocksteady. Which would have been amazing. Um, But Superman makes a bit more sense, I guess, in terms of how they could possibly link that up. Um, I don't know what you do with Superman. He's too strong. Well, I mean, mean, I'm sure they figure it out. (laughs) No, I need answers. Uh, Anyway, so that's the only bit of news I've found. So more details on that um, when they come to light. Okay, well, thank you, Em. Um, So that wraps us up today. Uh, punchline, don't see Happy Time Murders, go see Spider-Man. Always go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, tell us what you might want to see in Into the Spider-Verse. And when you do see it, um, send us another tweet. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your favourite part was. Who's your favourite Spider-Person? You can do that at, um, Twitter, blah, 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 at goodpop underscore badpop. And, of course... Pop us a message on Facebook or a comment, uh, facebook.com forward slash goodpopbadpoppodcast. Um, as always, feel free to comment and rate us. Um, the more that you show us love, the more we can keep doing what we're doing and bringing you the goods. So until next week, we will chat to you guys later. Thank you.